Hey guys, Tyler Kazare here from the editing desk of the Utah Real Estate Show. As you can see, it's, it's actually my desk. And I just wanted to put a quick note in before you watch today's episode. This episode was filmed at the end of 2022, and we had every intention of putting this up in the new year, but between the different guests that we had on and, and different challenging conflicts, we just weren't able to put it up. It's still really good content, and we wanted to share it with you because of the buyer's market trend that is happening right now. Um, and so we're still putting it up, but some of, this, some of the information may seem a little dated. I just wanted to give you a little note and a little heads up before you got into the episode. Thanks for watching. Give us a like and a subscribe. So I've heard this a lot lately, marry the house, date the rate. But what is the practical application of that? And that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. So people are like, interest rates are high, it's not a good time to buy a house. Well, here's the thing. Interest rates may go up, and they may come down, and they may stay the same. If they go up, mm -hmm. you're locked in at your rate. Congratulations, you got a house. Yeah. If they stay the same, meh, rate, you've got a house. Yes. If they go down, you can refi, and you have a house. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. And today, you may have noticed that the market's not the same as it was in early 2022. Or any other time in the history of real estate, because that's right. what the market does. Yeah, the market is going to surprise you. Yep. And so we have found, you, there's a episode way back when, when we were helping buyers to understand this mm -hmm. is how you make an attractive offer. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. This, I would say, is the opposite. The pendulum has swung to the other side. And now we're going to talk about the leverage that buyers have in the marketplace. Mm. And we're going to talk about, hey, sellers, there might be a few things you want to do to court some buyers into your property. Well, that, not just that, it's still a great time to buy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Because the great time to buy is when you're ready to buy. That's one thing. And yeah. the great thing about now is there's properties available and the sellers will work with you. I mean, it yeah. wasn't that many months ago when it was like, offer this much over asking price. This is how much earnest money you want to do. This is how much you want to do non-refundable. Right now, you can go in and you'd be like, hey, we need some help. How much closing costs are you willing to pay? So check this out. There's a listing on the market right now that says, if you buy this house, I will give you a 12-month lease on this Tesla. What? Okay. I like it. That's what yeah. the seller is offering if you buy the to, house. To so entice buyers. To yeah. entice buyers. I want, I want to hit three things really quick. Yeah. Maybe it's out of order. Okay, so look. Yeah. So people are like, interest rates are high. It's not a good time to buy a house. Well, here's the thing. Interest rates may go up, and they may come down, and they may stay the same. If they go up, mm -hmm. you're locked in at your rate. Congratulations. You got a house. Yeah. If they stay the same, meh, great. You've got a house. Yes. If they go down, you can refi, and you have a house. And this is a bigger deal than a lot of people yes. think because – the second this market flipped from a seller's market to not a strong, strong seller's market, all mm -hmm. the agents knew exactly what to do. I remember when this year started, when it came out of December, and we're in January, and the agents already were going to the escalation clauses like, like that. Mm -hmm. So if you think for a second that there's going to be a bunch of homes sitting on the market when interest rates drop. We're still in a deficit. <clears throat> yeah, Those homes are going to be snatched up. We're going to have escalation clauses. You're going to be fighting tooth and nail to get a home. Yeah. 
So, and that, I think that's kind of where I want to enter into this because the buyers have so much more power right now. Yes. And we're not quite to a seller or to a buyer's market. market. We're, we're getting there. Which is defined by average homes on the market for six months. Right. We are, we're a ways away. There's, a, there's an absorption rate, and that's what we base the buyer's market versus mm-hmm. seller's market on. And it really, uh, a balanced market is six months, right? Longer than six months of inventory is said to be a buyer's, buyer's market. market. Sure. Um, less than market. six months is a, is a seller's market. So now, technically, by definition, we're still in a seller's market. However, right. it's very right. kind to buyers. Yes. And, well, so much more kind because relatively, like, there was a time last year when the average days of market was four. Yeah. Four days. Not four months, four days It was on super market. common for homes to sell before they went on the market. Exactly. Or as they went on the market. And so now that, that number has jumped way up into the 50s now. Like the, the numbers. Is like, almost. It depends on what county you're looking at or, or what right, neighborhood or whatever. Average, but yeah, you're looking at like a 60-day average-ish mm-hmm. um, for how long homes are staying on the market. That is so different than what it used to be, that it feels like buyers have all the power. Well, it's, it's this great thing because you're working off emotions, right? Yeah. So sellers have gone from understanding their home would sell in seconds to times that almost infinitely. Yeah. Right? If so it now, sells before we go on the market and now we're waiting time on the market, so it's freaking sellers <laughs> out, which like if they understood real estate, shouldn't freak them out. Well, and this, I mean, yeah. comes back to the video that we just released was talk to your, your professionals yep. early because it all depends on where we're at. I mean, we switched from a massively hot market, like you were just saying, to this one very quickly, quicker than it's ever changed that fast before. So if you're still basing your information on selling your home right now, as you were just five months ago, that's a totally different story. You also have to plan the attack. Are you now buying a home before you sell? Are you selling the home before you buy? Are you gonna sell it with the lease back? Do you have another place to go? What about your new constructions? Like there's a lot more to be thought about on how you plan that strategy, which is like what Tyler's talking about. Now you can ask for maybe different things, Sellers can be nicer. They can say, hey, look, we'll pay some of these closing costs or we'll let you do this. The buyers can also go the same way and go, hey, I know that this is kind of crazy. I can let you live in the house for another three weeks or six weeks or 60 days, but I want this in return. And there's a little bit, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing more actual like, both parties are working together instead of the house, buy it if you want. uh, Yeah. Tough luck. And that's how a balanced market is. Yeah. Right. We're coming out of a a strongly imbalanced market where the sellers had all the power and therefore they would say like, we're going to list it at, you know, 525, but we're not going to take offers until (coughs) they breach 600. Yeah. And it's not that they're being rude. People were getting that. And so you can't sit there. Well, you won't even work with us. Well, it's not that and I won't work with you. I got this guy offering me a hundred grand more in cash with no contingencies. What yeah. do you mean I'm not work? Why would I not take that? Yeah, the you fact would take is, that. why would I work yeah, with you? Yeah, why would I work exactly? And now we're starting to see a give and take. Yep. Because now the buyers or the sellers need the buyers a lot more than they mm-hmm. used to, and so they're willing to give up some stuff. So some of the stuff that we're seeing, we're starting to see seller. Uh, seller paid closing costs. Mm-hmm. Um, not huge yet, but we're starting to see higher amounts. We're starting to see um, like buy downs on mm-hmm. loans, um, mm-hmm. which is a seller concession. It's another seller concession. We're starting to see price drops. These are all things that favor the buyer, obviously. What are the things you guys say? Um, I mean, the, the one that I'm seeing right now is people are just open to talking. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the biggest one of, and pricing it correctly. Like, 
price drops, yes, but a lot of times price drops are because people are still basing the information on what it was six months ago. Yep. You know, understand the market where you're at and the pocket that you may be in. Maybe it's in a neighborhood that holds its people want to be in there. Things don't go for sale in that neighborhood. Yeah. You can demand a higher price. You have to be well, well more knowledgeable about what you're selling um, and buying to go into that. But the biggest thing I think is I'm, <laughs> I'm actually having happier buyers right now, <laughs> even <laughs> though it's more expensive because they have time to think. Yeah, they're not making an offer. I mean, the stress of making an offer with 30 offers at once, like you're competing against 30 or 40 offers going, shoot, do I sell my other two kids to get this house? Like, I don't know. Now they can be like, well, no, we can do this. Let's buy this. You know, we don't need that house. Let's go over here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot less pressure. And you're right, the buyers can think more. And they can they actually have a selection like, hey, there's actually 20 properties on the market right now in the area that we'd like to live that have the number of rooms that we want, that have the number of bathrooms that we want, that have the yard. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly the buyers can be much more selective. Yeah. Because the sellers don't have a corner monopoly on the market. Well, and <laughs> the thing that still comes up, and Jason sees this all the time with people that keep saying, well, I'm going to keep waiting. We're not there yet. It's not there yet. Well, what are you waiting for? Because I still have people waiting from 08 that are still going, ah, what's there yet? The crash hasn't happened. Well, you don't have any money to buy anything now because you've been (laughs) renting for six (laughs) years. And guess what? It's come down, but interest rates have up. It wasn't like it was back then that happens. Like there's, there's different financing available now. There's a lot more... Seller finances come down into the residential market a lot now. Yeah. So, the interesting I mean, thing is there's a little bit of tightening in the mortgage industry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of what the market's doing. So it, it, it's a shift. Mm-hmm. We've got pieces moving in ways they haven't moved before. So In order to move with that shift, the clients need to move with it. Yeah. yeah. You need to understand. Like we said in the last video, start talking start talking early yeah. because things that were very easy to do in the lending industry a few months ago are are constrained a little bit right now. Well, start meeting with your accountant. Maybe you need to buy stuff or unload stuff or do different things for your taxes yeah. in order to be better suited for that loan. Time to start making those decisions. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Get a plan on yeah, it. Yeah, get, get a financial advisor and, and run some of those numbers and make that plan that's educated. Right. So... What did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is that buyers have a lot more power um, today than they did, say, six or eight months ago. And they should utilize that power to give themselves time to think and to make the best possible purchase, evaluating the information that's coming to them. Look at all the options right now. Take some time, figure out what works best for you and how to structure your deal. And just remember that we don't have a crystal ball and nobody does make a decision that's smart right now with different options to move forward in the future. As a buyer, you have the power, a lot more power than you did a few months ago. I have the power. To like, comment, and subscribe, and get a great deal anyhow.
If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at theutahrealestateshow at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube, and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something, or if you really love listening to this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Realty Path with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazair. All rights reserved. Up there now. Sorry, I had to say that. So glad that we did that. We did. Oh, it hey, was, brought our energy up. Yes, the energy is so Can, iron. Well, come on. Well, what the thing? It, it was video games. Was that the end? That was video. Yeah, That's this was the all end. the end. Hey, what did we learn today end. about real estate? <laughs> well, in section thirteen of the purchase contract, if you execute option B in Texas, you can you're on the outside money. of the track. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. That's what we're talking about today. So, I've heard this a lot. Leave the table alone. <laughs> I have heard that a lot. <laughs> we're always saying it to Eric. <laughs> okay, so you've... <laughs> That's oh, what we're saying to Jason. You're welcome. <laughs> Get a little Kramer in ya. Like, comment, subscribe yeah. to get Jason to be quiet. <laughs> okay, Opie. Are we running with that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just walks off. He's like, I'm done. <laughs>